The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. Amos chapter 3, verse 2, verse 3. Can two do two walk together except they make an appointment and have agreed? Can two individuals walk together unless they have decided on uh, the, uh, the same objective, the same path, and if they if they are not one, they will fail. Do two walk together except they make an appointment and have agreed? In the body of Christ today, the pastors throughout this land in America, in the evangelical churches, are like feral cats, for the most part, going their own direction. Good morning. Welcome to the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. I'm the founder of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry. In America, the, the uh, churches are, to some degree, moving in a direction. But they're not moving in a perfect direction. And I can say that because within the body of Christ, in the evangelical churches, which I would say would be the fundamental churches, the charismatic, Pentecostal, messianic churches, the, uh, the, the men who are the responsible individuals of these assemblies are not in agreement as to where we are in time, where we are as far as the prophetic timetable. <clears throat> They're not sure where we are. Many don't care. Others are indifferent. There are those who are watching the sign of the times. They're aware that we are in the end of the world, at the time prior to Christ's return. <clears throat> but if, until the men who are shepherding God's children, until they come to a an agreement that yes, we are in the, I say, decade Prior, Christ, prior to Christ's return. 
everyone will continue to make plans 10 years, 20 years, 30 years out. If we're in the last decade, the men who are making these kind of plans or the the mega churches, uh, the mainstream denominations like the Catholic Church, Lutheran churches, Episcopalian, the Protestant churches, the the big, big, older assemblies, they will make their plans because it's a business 10, 20, 30, 40 years out. But there will come a time when the church age or the dispensation of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit will come to an end. That time will end. And many of the men who give direction to these assemblies are, are not, they are not concerned about it, especially in the big mainstream assemblies. The Catholic Church, the Catholic priests are not really in tune with where we are as far as prophetically in time. The focus of the Catholic Church is to continue to expand, continue to hold the um, areas of, of influence throughout the world. Lutheran Church is the same. The Greek Orthodox churches, uh, to a great degree, the same. And within evangelical Christianity in America, the big churches, it's basically the same. Keep the structure, keep the programs going, don't change anything. Things will change, things are changing. We have to adjust and we have to transition with the changes. The men that won't pay attention to where we are in time, these individuals are causing great, I don't know if you want to say harm, they are not furthering the kingdom of heaven. They are continuing to further their own whatever it is that they have been called to do. We're, I, I've been called into ministry, but I haven't been called to, for the sake of keeping a ministry moving, I haven't been called to that. I have been called to oversee uh, a whatever it is, whoever, that God uh, brings into my sphere of influence. And in that, in, in my ministry, I look at the condition of the body of Christ in the country. We are in the great apostasy. We're not moving into it. We are into it, deeply into it, have been into the great apostasy starting in the mid-70s. Each, each year, each uh, year by year, the apostasy becomes more uh, powerful. 
more uh, the blindness of the people of God. And this is due to the man that had been the shepherds of these assemblies. The men who have a perspective that, biblically speaking, looking at the sign of the times, with the view of what happens in Israel, what's happening internationally, with the changes in the societies of the world due to war, changes that are taking place throughout the nations of the world due to economy, the uh, technology, the laws in the nations, especially in this country, that are changing, laws that are detrimental, harmful to the uh, well-being of the American people, to their ability to just live and stay out of debt, to have work, to be able to buy food. We don't have it severe yet. We are, we are the great nation in the world, which is another point. Many, many men, the majority, they either don't want to acknowledge that America is in the Bible, and, and they have to be careful because they have expenses, monthly expenses, Phenomenal expenses to keep the doors open and to present a message that they would consider to be negative, such as America is in the Bible. That would be too much for the assemblies, the people in the assemblies. And now, I look at the shepherds of the land and they... There are indictments by the Holy Spirit and by the Scripture, indictments directed at them. But there are also indictments in the Scripture directed at the members of the body of Christ, the children of God, the family in the assemblies under the tutorship of these type of men. So they, I, I cannot hold them only, solely, responsible the individuals in the assemblies they also have to be held responsible if they don't want to know the truth if they feel that the pastor the shepherd the minister what he has to say is final and what the scripture has to say is secondary they err. And uh, because of that, because of what happens with the, you might say, the, the leaders of the churches and the assemblies, the people in the assemblies, they play ping pong. And they, they don't, the pastors won't, won't present if they even have revelation 
if they even see that we are far advanced in the day. We are so far advanced, if they can't see that nighttime is coming, then those in their assemblies are not going to see it. The uh, overall, each individual believer, yes, you look for those who you feel are individuals that have integrity, that are holy, that are righteous, that fear God, that are called by God to, to positions of authority and who, because they've been ordained to these positions, then naturally they will do, they will follow the leading of the Holy Spirit and present to God's children in their assemblies, in their care, in their influence, the truth. And it, these type of individuals are, it's difficult to find these type of individuals. You do have uh, individuals who do have great gifting in presenting the Bible, teaching the scriptures. But they may be more one or two dimensional rather than uh, have an overall grasp of their, their duties. For example, within the Pentecostal churches, you talk about the giftings, the fivefold, the giftings of the, uh, of the, uh, not the gifting so much as administrations. You have starting at the bottom, or let's start at the top. Let's say apostle, prophet. I think the uh, order is uh, the evangelist teacher, pastor. <clears throat> I'm trying to remember the uh, order. But either, but either way, you have these five different offices. And some individuals are good at teaching. And they teach and they come from the Bible. They teach what's in the Scripture they present God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, the way they should, the plan of God, the uh, Christian walk. But they neglect where we are in time. Then you have the evangelist. And he's out preaching the gospel. But he'll never have a message on where we are Late in the late in the day, they won't. Uh, the teachers may not present that the church has a specific shelf life, a day when it begins, when the experience of the born again, a born again experience begins, and when that ends. They may not present that. <clears throat> We're at the end of that experience. The apostles in the book of Acts in the New Testament, they started the plan of God 
to introduce Christ to the world that people might repent of their sins and be born again and that they would be the way in which God, these individuals, had a commission ordered by God to preach and to go into the world and baptize in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. They are to teach that. They did teach that. And the world was turned upside down. And throughout the last 2,000 years, the churches, the seven churches, not a church, an individual church, about 100 A.D., somewhere in there, 96 A.D., when John received the revelation. In the first chapter, God presents that there would be seven lampstands, not one lampstand, not a universal church. There is a family of God. There is the field of God, Christ being the shepherd of a field, of a flock. But there is not a, a universal church, not a single lampstand. There are seven, seven lampstands. It would take, it would take a group, a handful of churches to cover and to, through the, the dispensation from that time to this time, to cover the whole world. Each lampstand would have a different personality. Each lampstand would have a different function. Each lampstand would have a region that it would affect with doctrines, uh, which would be um, specific to that lampstand. The, each lampstand would have strengths and weaknesses. In time, each lampstand would come into existence. Yes, they, they did exist at the same time there in the area of uh, Eastern Europe. But prophetically speaking, they would also come through, through time. Each would have a period. A, 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 it would be, you might say, um, each would have a specific time period where it would begin, it would, you might say, come alive. And then once that lampstand would come alive, like let's say the Greek churches, they would come alive in like 300 AD. And they would exist to the end. Then following the Greek churches, you'd have Roman Catholicism, the fourth church, Thyatira. It would come alive. It would be birthed in about 500 A.D., right in that vicinity. And it would have its existence to the very end. Then it would be a span of time before the Lutheran church would come into existence, the, the, the Protestant churches, about 500, 1500 A.D. And that's when it would come into existence. It would be born, you might say, birth. And it would have a time span into the future to the present. Then soon after that, you would have um, the church in Philadelphia, which would be 
probably 1600, 1650. I'm trying to remember the time periods. And it would come alive. And just shortly after it would come alive, the final church, the seventh church, which would be uh, the Laodicean church, it would also have its birth in a prophetic timeline. It would not be, Laodicea would not exist in 500 A.D., 700, 900, 1100, 1300, 1500. No. It would not come into existence until after America had become a nation. Because the seventh church is the one church that would not have its roots as far as where it would be birthed and where it would function in your Asia or Europe. It would be different than the other churches. The Laodicean church would be the, la the latest church, the youngest church, and its dynamic in the place where it would function, where it would be healthy, where it would thrive, would be the United States of America. So the Laodicean church, you cannot place it in Europe, Western Europe, Central Asia, in Asia, or, or in, in uh, Central Asia. No, it is a product of America. It, it could only exist. It could only thrive in the United States of America. It would be like there are freshwater fish and then there are saltwater fish. A freshwater fish cannot, in, in a, I know the dynamics, salmon are in the ocean and salmon come up into freshwater. Well, there are some fish that cannot live in freshwater. Laodicea is different than the other churches. And as I get into the program, uh, what I'm going to present to you, you're going to have to think about it. The pastors of the land, we're not going in the same direction. The pastors of the land are going to have to accept the fact that America is in the Bible. Amos 3, chapter, uh, I'm sorry, chapter 3, verse 3. Until the pastors of this land begin, if they see the same objective and walk to that same objective in agreement, until that time comes, the men who have been called and ordained to positions of authority to finish and carry out a final plan in this country, until that takes place, these men will, will have no direction. They will, they will, uh, uh, they'll be like young football players that are learning how to catch a football. It's going to take time. But when they see, and this is the way that God uses the prophetic uh, prophecy. He uses prophecy to unify his people. He uses prophesy, prophecy to give them the same view, the same vision. And this is what in America, the evangelical churches, Pentecostal churches, Messianic churches, uh, the uh, Charismatics. They don't have the same view. 
everyone has a view, even in the prophetic world, even with those who study Bible prophecy, they have different views. They see things differently. You have those who, who don't see that, yes, all seven lampstands existed at one, in one area, but they don't see that each lampstand would step by step into the future have a prophetic existence. Laodicea, we in America, having a prophetic existence. We could not come alive until America was a nation. We couldn't come into existence in the evangelical churches. Laodicea could not live until the conditions were right internationally for life, for the birth of the Laodicean church. We evangelicals in America, we are going to be uh, I'm going to hold that thought because I don't want this. I, I don't want to be interrupted by uh, a break. So I'll come back. Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry, Rick Rodriguez. We'll be right back. and shake your rear with the Funky Garage Fossil Jostle Saturday nights at 8 p.m. on 1360 KHNC. You'll hear the coolest 60s garage psychedelic surf and 60s and 70s funky grooves. Tune in, turn up, and get down. Come sail the Mardi Gras and have the time of your life with Cruise Planners, the easiest and best way to plan your cruise. The Mardi Gras Cruise, February 13th through 25th, is a great way to escape the noisiness of life and enjoy the ocean with amazing attractions and fun for everyone on and off the boat. Contact them at 970-578-9779 or milehighcruiseplanners.com. Again, 970-578-9779 or milehighcruiseplanners.com. Reserve your space today. Hi, this is Dana from Saddle Up, Western Saddle and Tack Shop in Gilcrest, Colorado, right off Highway 85 and County Road 31. We are your one-stop equine shop. We offer saddle fittings on-site and off-site. Our motto, fit the horse, fit the rider, fit the budget. You can call us at 303-772-7821. Visit us on the web at saddleupcolorado.net. Reasons to Own Gold, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group at allamericangold.com. Reason number 647. Most people don't even know that the courts have already ruled. Once money is deposited into the bank, the bank owns the money, and the depositor is merely an unsecured creditor of the bank, which means if the bank goes under, you get paid last. After the financial crisis, instead of breaking up too big to fail, the government and the Federal Reserve created Dodd-Frank and made too big to fail banks even bigger while putting your deposits more at risk. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. To learn more, visit us at allamericangold.com or call us at 800-951-0592. Reasons to Own Gold, number 175. Universal basic income, where the government just gives people money because they won't be able to live and provide for their families because the dollar has been devalued beyond comprehension while never admitting to inflation. 
Prosperity never comes from the printing press. Call the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592 or visit our website at allamericangold.com. Hey, hey, yes, you. Yes, you. Be sure to listen to Fake in the Truth, where Jason and Brian will bring you social media-level fakeness Monday through Thursdays at 3 p.m. right here on KHNC 1360 AM and 1360KHNC.com. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. When Jesus And I'm going to take my time to present this thought. Um, it's too important to try to rush through. I'm always pressed by, by the clock. Today I'm not going to be pressed by the clock or commercials. I'm not going to, I'm not going to be pushed like that today. The... Uh, the uh, it's, it's too, we're in a crit, very critical time. We're in a time where the vision of the assemblies in this country, there are thousands and thousands of vision, different visions. There is no unity in, in the vision, in the thought. And I was going to begin, uh, and, and I'm going to move into the the uh, Holy Spirit in the in the New Testament, but especially in the Book of Acts, and there was in the Book of Acts, beginning with chapter one, there was a common thread with the apostles. There was a common view. There was a common knowledge, and that 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 view, what had happened the testimony of the apostles and their time with Christ, the time to the death and resurrection, and the commandment that Christ gave the apostles that wait for him in 40 days, he will, something will happen. They had a, a view. I want to say to this audience, now I I know that that many of you may not agree, you may not believe, you may not um, understand where I come from. My ministry is a ministry that is the base of my ministry, the pillars, what holds up my or what God has called me to do is prophecy, is the prophecies of the end of the world. When I met Christ, you don't know what direction God is going to take you. You don't know. But if you, but as you begin your relationship with the Holy Spirit, with Jesus Christ of Nazareth, there are many Jesuses out in the world 
but Jesus of Nazareth is the Jesus of the Christian, the born-again Christian people. When I began, I didn't know my walk. I didn't know the direction God would take me. I didn't know that I would eventually have a ministry. I didn't know that I would be called to minister to an audience. Had no idea. But I did know that uh, Christ was going to be my future. There was no doubt about that. Never had to second guess that. And in my Christian walk, I knew, number one, I was going to have to mature. Number two, the Scripture would be everything. Without the Scripture, uh, I wouldn't base my life on teachings of anybody, any human being other than what is in the Holy Scriptures. Then, as time would go on, my discipline... And this is the main discipline, and I talk to friends about this. The main discipline that a Christian should have, the main discipline is learning how to how God speaks to you. The anointing, the way that God talks to you. He talks to you through your personality. He talks to you through the environment. Uh, he talks to you through the scripture. He talks to you through other people. And you, it is, it is your duty to pray and ask the Holy Spirit to show you, to teach you to hear Him, to see Him, to, it's like a current. You can look at the ocean and you see just the surface of the water. But you don't see the current. But you throw a life a buoy into the ocean, into the water. Let's say you're anchored, and your whatever you're on is not going to move, and you throw a buoy out there. As you watch that buoy, you're going to see that there's a current, and that current is going to move that buoy. This is the way that the Holy Spirit works with you. He's moving all the time, but Satan, his strategy is to fool you, to get you to believe that he is the Holy Spirit, and he will deceive you, and the demons will deceive you. They don't. They like to talk, speak about themselves as the spirit. I hear people talk about the spirit, but I have to question: what spirit is it they are talking about? Is it the Holy Spirit, or is it just the spirit? There are many spirits in the world, and John in the first epistle said that we are to try the spirits to see whether or not, I think it was the first epistle, maybe it was the second. We have to try the spirits to see whether or not they are of God. 
every spirit that denies that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. I was with a friend in Las Vegas. We were in North Vegas at a McDonald's having a cheeseburger. We're visiting, and we get excited. And three, three young men came in, and they sat down at a table, a couple of tables away. And this friend Alex and I were just, you know, visiting about things. Uh, in his ministry, he, he has a gift of healing and a gift of authority over spirits and casting out demons. He'll go to the Sunset Park there in Las Vegas on a weekend and go talk to people and lead them to the Lord. And if they have need of prayer or healing, he'll pray for them. He's not involved with a, an assembly. The assemblies won't have anything to do with him. And I know that there is a thought in the body of Christ in America that the first question, where do you go to church? And, and uh, because we have been brainwashed, and I'm going to use that term, Christians, brainwashed into believing that you've got to be under a pastor. You've got to be under authority. You have to be in a church, in an assembly. You need to be under the direction of the Holy Spirit is what you need to be under. You need to be listening to the Holy Spirit and following Him. Because a lot of times, the assembly that you end up in, you're going to suffer. Huh? You're going to be uh, rejected. And to just to be in an assembly doesn't mean anything. The Lord Jesus said in the book of Hebrews, it says that Paul said that Christ is outside the camp. Christ is outside of Judaism. Christ is outside of fallen Christianity. And this is where the overcomers of God in all seven churches, this is where they're going to meet Christ, outside the tradition and the man-made ordinances that, are, that have infiltrated all seven churches. Christ is not going to meet you uh, in these churches. I have a friend years ago. The Holy Spirit had told my wife and I that we are not to ever become members of an assembly. We work with assemblies. We work with pastors. We work as God shows us and leads us and takes us. Whatever He asks us to do, we do it. But we were never to, I could never sign and be part of an assembly because for me, that means that I come under that individual his doctrine, his rules. We work with one, one assembly, one one uh, family, and there was a, there were no, a, 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 supposedly there were no, there were no uh, laws. But we find out that 
if you don't wear a suit, you don't speak from the pulpit. If you don't wear a suit, a tie, a coat, you don't speak from the pulpit, at least his pulpit. Well, that was an ordinance. This is not the Holy Spirit. There is persecution coming to the church, the Laodicean church in America. The Laodicean church, the evangelical churches, there is persecution coming. If your pastor is not preparing you or the individual that you are working with is not preparing you for tribulation, not preparing you psychologically, not teaching you how to pray, to, to be empowered by the Holy Spirit psychologically, psychologically and in your mind, your emotion, your will, then he's, he's not doing his job. If your pastor is not telling you that America is in the Bible, then he is not doing his job. If he is not telling you that Antichrist is going to come from America, this pastor is not doing his job. This is what the pastors of the land are going to eventually, they're either going to accept and see this in the Bible and have this revelation or they're going to lead God's children. They're going to build. They're going to they're, everything they build is going to be a lie. Their habitation is falsehood. I tell this audience. I have been telling people in my the world in which I travel. Since 1980, America is Babylon the Great of the end of the world, Revelation chapter 18. And nobody wants to hear it. But here is something wonderful. Finally, at the end of the world, God's Spirit is going to pour Himself out. He is going to convict. By His Holy Spirit, He's going to convict His people and they, were, they are going to receive the truth. They are going to accept the truth. And like I had read, Revelation 22, verse 10, there cannot be any more secrets re, uh, hidden from God's people. The angel told John, Everything that has been sealed, unseal it. Unseal everything that has been sealed. Nothing is to remain hidden anymore. Everything that was prophesied to take place, <clears throat> take place is going to happen, is going to come to pass. The great persecution of the evangelical churches in the United States of America and all the other seven churches who had their birth in Europe in Central 
Central and, and Eastern Europe and in Central Asia, all of those assemblies that came to the United States of America to enjoy the freedoms of the Laodicean Church, of the evangelical churches, they are also going to be persecuted because they are dwelling and living and part of the land in the land of the coming Antichrist. We are in the land of the coming Antichrist. And the men who will not tell their assemblies this truth, then they are not faithful. If they don't want to believe, and I believe many of them do, really think, well, we in America, we, we that America is Babylon the Great. But they're hoping to go another year or two so they can retire and then they don't have that responsibility of telling those that have been in their care for all these years the truth. Well, the Holy Spirit did not ordain me to tell a lie. He didn't ordain me to, to uh, I don't even know how, what he did not ordain me to do. I know what he ordained me to do. I know the revelation that I have received through the scripture. And I have, in the past, prayed with pastors, and I have told them, what I just mentioned to you. And uh, in one, in one, uh, there was one day I went to pray with the pastors and uh, I was warned by a brother. These guys are going to, these guys aren't your friend. These guys are going to tear you up. They're going to kick you out. They're going to shred you. They're not your friend. I said, no, no, I've been praying with them for years. I've known them. And he told me, no, brother. He said, they're going to attack you. Well, I didn't believe it. But it did happen. And I'm not going to give you the whole account. Because we're going to run out of time. The minutes. I'm not going to be pushed by minutes. You shouldn't be pushed. Eventually, they did basically tell me that because I'm not part of a church, I have no business praying with them. And I rebuked them. And I'll tell you about that when we get back. Hi. My name is Vince with Serenity Painting and Decorating. Since 2010, painting residential and commercial location. For a free estimate, please call Vince Rivera at 970-978-9565. Please ask about our free window cleaning after paint service. Again, 970-978-9565.
Friends, if you live in northern Colorado and you're thinking about a new exterior project or if your house was hit by that hailstorm on July 27th, don't hesitate to reach out to me. I'm a painting, siding, and roofing specialist, and I can help you with the storm restoration process too. Give me a call, 970-825-9305. I'd be happy to give you a free, no-obligation health assessment of the entire exterior just so you know the condition of your home, your most valuable asset. 970-825-9305 will get you taken care of. January 22nd saw Northern Colorado invaded by thousands of Second Amendment patriots going to the new PE gun show facility at the Greeley Mall. Gone are the days of the crowded facility and limited products. Patrons shopped hundreds of tables filled with all the items you expect at a premier event show. For future show dates, CCW training or seller reservations, visit PEShows.com. That's PEShows.com for more info. The new 90,000 square foot premier events expo center located at Greeley Mall off Highway 34, is a perfect indoor space to plan your next event. Weddings, graduations, concerts, or fairs, this space can accommodate. For leasing information, contact PEShows.com or call them at 970-663-9101. That's PEShows.com, 970-663-9101. Hello, I'm Devin McKenna with Play It Fun Word, your new traveling carnival. Please check us out at playitfunword.com or call to book me at 602-402-2642. I do festivals, birthdays, block parties, corporate events, kid at heart parties, summer and day camps. Anything your mind can imagine, I will do it. Play It Fun Word, the party you never had. At playitfunword.com, 602-402-2642. Blue Dragon Spa in Longmont, Colorado, 1811 Hover Street, 720-680-0492. A new spa started by Steve, the Red Pill Truth Guy, and his wife, Valentina. Drop by. We offer manicure and pedicure, facial, and more. We have new, state-of-the-art equipment, and we use the best materials available. Yeah, give us a call, 720-680-0492. We're at 1811 Hover Street in Longmont, Colorado. Everything very good. Just come in and try it. Well, that ends at the end of Hour 1 of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. And the podcasts are on 1360khnc.com. And the contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80501. And that's P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80501. The uh, moves of God, and, and you know, I'm presenting that we're in the land, we uh, evangelical Christians are in the land of the uh, coming beast. And we, in this country, we believers, whether you be Catholic, you better pay attention, Catholics. You better not worship Mary. You better worship Christ who saved you, who washed your sins. Forget about Marian worship. Lutherans, you have traditions. You better forget your traditions. It's the Holy Spirit that's going to help you. 
there's a great, a great company of Orthodox Christians in this area, throughout this whole region, up into uh, the Midwest. It is the Lord Jesus Christ that's going to help all of you churches that came from Europe, Central, Eastern Europe, Asia, that came to the United States of America, you are in the land of Laodicea. You are in the land of the evangelical Christianity. We were not born on your land. You, were, you have come to our land. You are, you are practicing your religion in the land of the Laodicean children. And this Laodicean children, specifically born in this land because through the dynamic and the dynamics and the power of the Holy Spirit. It will be through the power of the Holy Spirit that we will overcome the greatest evil in the history of mankind. So you Catholics, uh, uh, Orthodox Christians, Lutherans, Episcopalians, Protestants, whoever you are in other religions that are not necessarily evangelical Christianity, you are going to need the power of the Holy Spirit that we in the evangelical churches, the Pentecostal and Charismatic churches, even the fundamental Christians, you are going to need to begin to understand the dynamics of the giftings of the Holy Spirit that Paul talks about in 1 Corinthians. You cannot poo-poo any longer the necessity of the gifts of the Holy Spirit that you're going to need. You're going to need the giftings of the Holy Spirit. You're going to need the gift of tongues. And what I mean by tongues is languages. I don't mean some babble. I mean actual language, whether it be Spanish, Latin, Portuguese, Chinese, Russian, you name it. You're going to need to accept the fact that God uses and speaks to all of the languages. This is the Speaking of Tongues experience. We'll be back for Hour 2. Rick Rodriguez, the president of the Olive Tree Ministry. 1360KHMC.com has CBD products. Click on the Shop button and get yours today. Just go to 1360KHMC.com slash shop. The CBD on our website is 99% pure, all natural, no pesticides, non-GMO, is grown organically right here in Colorado, and is 100% THC free. Oh, and did you know ours is the lowest price CBD anywhere in northern Colorado? For all your CBD needs, just log on to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Rocky Mountains Network, I'm Teresa Taylor. A man running for sheriff in Eagle County was arrested after a candidate forum Wednesday night for outstanding traffic tickets. During their debate, Republican incumbent James Van Beek said he was the only candidate in the two-person sheriff's race who did not have outstanding warrants, referencing his opponent, Paul Agneberg. At the end of the debate, Agneberg was taken into custody by the Eagle County Sheriff's Office. The man charged with killing 10 people at the Boulder King Supers last year is still incompetent to stand trial. The judge in the case made that ruling today, keeping the prosecution on hold of 23-year-old Ahmad Al-Aliwi Alisa. The ruling means he's unable to understand legal proceedings or work with his lawyers to defend himself. Alisa remains at the state mental hospital where he is receiving treatment.
A lot of folks might have seen some smoke in the air coming from Boulder Thursday afternoon. The smoke was generated by a small grass fire that briefly closed a section of U.S. Highway 36 and temporarily forced the evacuations of four homes. That fire grew to about 19 acres in size but was contained just before 6 Thursday night. The cause is still under investigation. Fire danger remains elevated across most of Colorado. Well, ski season is just about here. Arapahoe Basin is opening on Sunday, the first Colorado ski area to announce its opening day for the 2022-23 season. A basin official said on Thursday they had nearly enough snow on the high noon run to open soon, and that most likely will be the only run that is open this weekend. And the San Francisco 49ers have acquired star running back and former Coloradan Christian McCaffrey from the Carolina Panthers for a haul of draft picks. The Panthers announced the deal on Thursday that sends McCaffrey back to the Bay Area, where he starred in college at Stanford. I'm Teresa Taylor on the Rocky Mountain News Network. Hikers hiking on terrifically tended trails. Bikers blasting over big, bodacious boulders. Casual campers camping in captivating Colorado canyons. It's safe to say Coloradans know how to have fun. And they fund this kind of fun when they play the Colorado Lottery. That fantastic fly fishing free jumping kind of fun. A whole $3.9 billion funded for outstanding outdoors kind of fun. And we celebrate this fun every October during Colorado Lottery Conservation Month. Make your reservation for the Haunted Halloween Night Tours at the Wyoming Frontier Prison in Rollins, Wyoming. This infamous haunted prison tour is open to guests aged 12 and older on October 28th, 29th, and Halloween night. Add a soak in the hot spring, museum tour, and a hike for the perfect Halloween getaway. For more information, visit wyomingcarboncounty.com. <laughs> KHNC is proud to carry MyKind CBD products. Products include cocoa, top-shelf tinctures, hemp salve, moisturizing lotions, and retinol cream. They also have pet tincture and hemp shampoo for a healthy coat and skin. To see all the CBD products we carry, visit the station at 2 South Parish or check us out online. Go to 1360KHNC.com. Click on the shop button. Do you have a 401k sitting with a previous employer or various IRAs and don't know what to do with them? Look no further. My name is Joey DeQuint and I work with Northwestern Mutual. I take the time to educate you on all your options, making sure you pay the lowest fees possible while taking advantage of any and all tax options as well. It can be very frustrating not knowing how your money is working for you or what your money is even being invested in. Together, we will develop a philosophy for how your money will work for you with complete transparency. On top of that, I will be constantly rebalancing your portfolio every quarter, making sure we are always popular diversified in the market. I take pride in making sure my clients are always taken care of. Again, I'm Joey Jaquint, and you can reach me at my cell phone number, 602-909-9048. Again, my number is 602-909-9048, and I'm always a call or text away. You're going to drive me to drink, drive me to country liquors, eh? 
Located at 105 East Highway 2 in Kingsburg, right in the middle of town. The best small locally owned liquor store in northern Colorado. Never drink and drive. Save one of those beers for me, eh? Don't wreck our show, you wozer. The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. And welcome back to the second hour of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. And for the podcast, for the programs, 1360KHNC.com. Monday uh, through Friday, I host The Present Truth from 2 to 3. And then again, here on Sundays, 9 to noon, for the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. And the podcasts are on 1360KHNC.com. Also, uh, my contact information is P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. In the first hour, I'm presenting things that are maybe a little disturbing, but we have to consider things in the future as a church, uh, as an evangelical churches. My ministry is focused to, my focus is to the evangelical churches, which would be the churches in Laodicea here in the United States of America. But though I'm, my, my focus is on evangelical churches, I also include all of the other lampstands, whether they be the Catholic Church, Lutheran churches, Orthodox churches, all believers, anyone in the family of God, my messages are to you uh, and to uh, the people in the audience that may not understand what Christianity is all about. They may not understand what we, where we come from, the, the different um, we're dysfunctional. Christians in general are dysfunctional. In the Catholic churches, Lutheran churches, Evangelical churches, Pentecostal churches, Messianic churches, uh, we're dysfunctional. Why? Because we're human. Why? Because we don't know the Word of God. Why? Because we may know the Word of God, but we don't have the Holy Spirit. Paul was considered to be Odd. The Christians, early Christians, were odd, weird, strange. No. The reason they were odd, weird, and strange is because they became, as, as the Holy Spirit would work with them, they were transformed from what they were in the world. Liars, thieves, murderers, ungodly, unrighteous, to being God-fearing, and to uh, uh, they were the compassion for mankind. Things changed. You went from a law of, of 
ordinances with no power to a written law in the heart. Simple. Love your fellow man. This is tougher. This is a hard law. You can try to keep all the commandments and you might be able to keep them all. But you try loving your neighbor like you love yourself. That's a completely different matter. You cannot do that without the power of the Holy Spirit. And this is what is lacking. This is why the American evangelical Christianity and the other churches have become so apostate. Christ and, and the Apostle Paul in Second Thessalonians chapter 2 said that there would be this apostasy. We're not waiting. It has descended upon us. It has covered us like a blanket. American Christianity, evangelical Christianity, is a body of a family of God that is, for the most part, apostate, far from God, and not yielding to God, not caring about the doctrines of Christ, which the apostles presented and were commanded to present to the generations following. They were to take Christ's teachings and present them in a pure way in the following generations. And believe it or not, there has been these teachings kept for our day. These teachings have been kept for we in the evangelical churches, we in the seven lampstands to this very day. God can do that. God is God. He has done it. Why? At the end of the world, in the time in which we are in, there will be a greater explosion of the power of the Holy Spirit than ever before in the history of mankind. Within Pentecostal Christianity, the Charismatics, everybody, they talk about, ooh, that we're going to get the power of the Holy Spirit and we're going to, the Spirit's going to fall upon us. Yes, it is. Why? Because of the great persecution that's coming. They don't want to address that matter. They don't want to talk about how the power of the Holy Spirit will come upon you when you are in dire need of His help. This is when the power of the Holy Spirit comes. When there is hardship. Christians in America. There was a friend of mine who wrote a book years ago. And he started the book. I, I, I should bring the tape. And it begins with this. This way. Christians in America are in a dangerous and perilous state of complacency. He wrote this in 1980, 1979. Christians in America are in a dangerous state of complacency, <clears throat> perilous. Dangerous and perilous state of complacency. This is absolutely true. You know, uh, in the last uh, hour, I talked about how through the years, my wife and I, we have never, God has never allowed us to join and become members of an assembly. Never allowed it. This is a strange thought to Christian people because it's just the opposite thought of what happened and what killed 
the Jesus movement in the mid-70s. This thought is what killed the Jesus movement. The Jesus movement was thriving from 1960 to 76. People, young people were helping drug addiction, helping uh, the society. These were the baby boom generation children in the Jesus movement. But somewhere in the mid-70s, and I think the government may have had a, plan, a part in this, they began to introduce a thought. Well, these little hippie Christians, they're full of the Holy Spirit. They're doing what the Spirit says. They're casting out demons. They're healing the sick. They're starting houses to help people. They're feeding the poor. They're doing exactly what the Bible says. And like Constantine, well, we better, some, we better figure a strategy, a satanic strategy. And the strategy was this. We need to church these people. Their hair is long. They've got long beards. They're wearing sandals. They're in the hippie community. They're going in talking to hippies, and they're talking to drug addicts. We need to church these people. We need to bring them into churches and sanitize them, clean them up, make them. And to a degree, there was, the, the, the thought was nothing wrong with the thought. But what they made was individuals that were ineffective. You don't take a baseball player, a good athlete, and put him on the bench. You just start extra teams so there's more competition. We got to church these people. Now, don't misunderstand me. I'm, I'm born again for two and a half years. I'm doing everything I want to do. I am in the world, I'm in the bars. I'm carousing. I'm doing everything a young individual would do. But I had the Holy Spirit upon me. Believe it or not, the Holy Spirit was with me. And I, uh, I knew He was with me. He was real. But then in 1974, the end of May, early June, then the Holy Spirit changed. I needed to be baptized. I went to California, and I was baptized in the pool on the Berkeley campus with about 12 other young men, a couple of women, girls. And then I, that, on that night, I consecrated myself. And then the Holy Spirit told me, you stay right here with this little fellowship in Berkeley, California, CJ's old garage. It's an old... They used to automotive garage that they converted into a nice little, nice setting. And there is where the Holy Spirit told me, you're staying right here. And for the next two years, I was churched. I wasn't there to just be there. No, I was there to be educated in the teachings of Christ. In the disciplines of the Holy Spirit, learning how to pray in spirit, how to worship in spirit, how to praise in spirit, learning how to 
read the scripture and interpret the scripture in a proper way with with the concepts of man taking out taken out to see the scripture and pray the scripture through the power of the holy spirit having the holy spirit help me to understand what he was presenting and understanding what redemption was being redeemed I'm just a, 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 I'm just an individual in the world that is going to perish but God decides to redeem me pull me out of the trash heap of the contamination of a culture that is so evil and clean me up and begin a sanctification process sanctifying taking me from what's unholy and bringing me into a situation where I am sanctified, I am holy, into Christ. At one point I'm not in Christ, then I'm in Christ. Now I'm being sanctified. Then my mind is being renewed from all my religious concepts as a Catholic. My mind is being renewed. I didn't think I would ever get married. Religious concept. I was supposed to be you know, celibate, uh, I'd never get married. Uh, no. I, my, my mind had to be renewed. My aunt, my family, both sides of the family, steeped in Catholicism. Now, don't misunderstand me to you Catholics. Yes, the Catholic Church is one of the seven lampstands of God. Thyatira. Revelation chapter 2. It is one of the seven lampstands. But you have to go read and see what it says about the Catholic Church. In the Catholic Church there is evil. Deep things of Satan. Don't be offended with me. This is why the Catholic priests never talk about Revelation chapter 2 to the Thyatira. Because the Catholic teachers, they know they know the Catholic Church is in the Bible. They know it. But they cannot disclose that to the Catholic people. They don't talk about the deep things of Satan within the Catholic Church. But you go read it. Deep things of Satan. I'm going to tell you Catholics, Marian worship, it's one of the satanic things of the Catholic Church. Don't say that I don't know what I'm talking about. I was raised Catholic. I have an aunt that was a nun. My aunts and uncles, both sides of the family, generations of Catholicism. Starting catechism when I'm seven years old, all the way up into high school. Don't tell me I don't know what I'm talking about. But God had to call me out of Catholicism into the evangelical church because I couldn't function in the Catholic church. Why? Because unless you are a certain type of individual, you're never going to be a priest. You're never going to be a nun. My aunt was a nun from the time she was 17. She went and, and, and had her rights in uh, Minnesota, I think it was, in the convent. And then she was commissioned to Longmont, Colorado for the next 50 years plus. She's in her 80s now. She's once again. They take care of the 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 the, the nuns. She's in uh, Milwaukee. 
and they care for her. I'll sit down with any Catholic, any Catholic. I will debate script, Scripture with you, even the priests. Because the priests do not want to talk about Catholicism in the Bible. They don't want to talk about Marian worship, how satanic and how demonic it is. They don't want to talk about it. And the, the, it is not Mary that died for anybody. And her final words recorded in the Bible is whatever Christ tells you to do, do it. Whatever he tells you to do, do it. This was at the wedding in Canaan. And Lutherans. You know, the superstition in religions. I'm not attacking, well, I, my purpose is not to attack uh, religions. My purpose is in these, all of these churches, in all of the lampstands, there are overcomers. There are overcomers. There are those who are faithful to God, who love Him, who obey Him, and who are going to be used by Him in this country. But without the power of the Holy Spirit, you are going to seize up in fear. If you think that you are going to live into the coming tribulation we are near very near the tribulation i i would think two couple of years out if you think right now the hardships in this society in the world if you think these hardships are if you think these are hardships you're not seeing things correctly the first part of the tribulation three and a half years it's going to be difficult. I did a program this week on the present truth about this ARPA, Advanced uh, Research, what was it about? Every individual under the age of 65 is going to have to have psychological testing. You're going to have to have psychological testing by the government. There was a bill that was just passed, funded by a billion dollars. You think this is going to be tough. This is going to happen in the tribulation to come. Christians, you're going to have to go in and be tested psychologically. And what kind of questions are they going to ask you? Do you believe in Jesus Christ? Do you pray in the name of Jesus Christ? And if you think that you're going to make it without the power of the Holy Spirit, you're, you are absolutely deceived. You can't make it without the power of the Holy Spirit. And I'm talking about the power of the Holy Spirit that was that took place in 40 days after the resurrection in the book of Acts. The book of Acts right now is more important than it has ever been. I have all the verses in the book of Acts that talk about the Holy Spirit and all the things that the Holy Spirit, why and what and the reasons and how He worked with the people of that time. There is going to be a second outpouring like never before in the history of the world. 
It's going to be greater than at the time of the book of Acts when the Pentecost took place. That had to be a powerful, that had to be powerful. But it's not going to be like as powerful as it is going to happen at the end of the world. Because now at the end of the world, there's only going to be a short period of time for the Holy Spirit to reach 7 billion people that are not born again. It's going to take the hand of God and the power of Almighty God on His overcomers. For those that assume or think or maybe you are, uh, uh, there's a thought that maybe you are apostate, you better think deeply about that. You better really consider, am I apostate? Some of you, be careful you don't get too introspective because you're, you're not apostate, many of you. But you, I don't want you to start thinking, getting your mind going a little too much. You're thinking, well, uh, maybe I'm apostate. And you're really consecrated, you're really given, and you're really filled with the Spirit. Well, we can always, like Paul said, he, there came a point where he said, well, I, I, haven't, I don't think I have attained. He's still moving, growing in Christ, still functioning still furthering his he's still being educated by the holy spirit we'll never ever come to that point where we are completely totally we can say well i am 100% transformed now no till the day we go be with the lord the lord will decide when we are really when we have been fully fully matured in him and that's the day we'll go be with him until then we move forward it's by the power of the Holy Spirit. And, you know, the uh, Pentecostal thought is, whoa, we're going to see miracles, we're going to be involved, we're going to be shouting, we're going to be this, we're going to do all this stuff. No, it's not going to be according to your concepts. It's not going to be uh, a Toronto church or a church in Pensacola or a, a church in Riverside Cal or in uh Redlands, California? Absolutely not. No way. It's going to be God's children filled with the Holy Spirit and nobody's going to restrict them. I'm going to tell you again. When I eventually, I ended my churching after four years. Two years of basic training sanctification, justification, walk by faith, all the disciplines of the Christian church, uh, the importance of being born again, necessity, primary, baptism with water, baptism of the Holy Spirit, which I didn't receive till years later. But once I received it, I knew it was a completely different experience than what I had received earlier. I had been filled with the Holy Spirit. I was always joyous and power in the Holy Spirit subjectively. But then I was baptized and I had the power of the Holy Spirit upon me. Not just within me, but upon me. There are two different experiences. Many Christians, Catholics, Lutherans, fundamental Christians, You've never experienced the Holy Spirit upon you in power so that you can 
heal somebody or cast out a spirit. This is where the body, this is where the Holy Spirit is going to take the body of Christ. We're going to be taken into a point where we're going to be functioning outside of an assembly. Assemblies are great. They're great. If they're great assemblies, if you have a someone who is truly called and ordained by God and is gifted by God to teach you the deep things of Christ, teach you how to walk in the Spirit, teach you what the Holy Spirit is all about, how to pray in Spirit and not in the soul. You need these. There needs to be this caliber of men that can teach these deep, deep experiences. And I thank God that in my early Christian uh, church churching experiences, I had these type of men who taught me, brother, you're not, you're not praying in the spirit. You're praying in the soul. You're pray, praying in your flesh. You're praying in your natural self. Never hear that term, natural self. Most people don't even know what your natural self is. This is why it is so important to have the word of God because it is powerful. It is sharp, sharper than a two-edged sword. It is piercing, piercing to the point where it divides soul and spirit and discerns the thoughts and intents of the heart. We, only by the spirit, do we know the thoughts and intents of our heart, which are absolutely demonic. We'll be back. The globalists say resistance is futile. Will you choose to accept your slavery or declare your liberty? Find out how on Pac-Man and the Rev, Saturdays from 1 to 2. Sometimes the truth hurts. It is not because men have made laws that life, liberty, and property exist. On the contrary, it is because life, liberty, and property existed beforehand that men made laws in the first place. What then is law? It is the collective organization of the individual right to lawful defense and punishing injustice. Frederick Bastiat, The Law. Hey folks, The Rev here. When the economy collapses, so will society. Martial law will rule, but the protectors will become the looters and thieves. The future will be merciless. Prepare yourself now. Join the Rev for the best urban survival training available today. Call KHNC 970-587-5003 to reserve a seat now. That's 970-587-5003. Tehibo Tea Club's original pure pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit TeheboTeaClub.com. Tehebo is spelled T like Tom, A-H-E-E-B like boy, O, then continue with the word T and then the word club. 
The complete website is TehiboTeaClub.com or call us at 818-610-8088, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-610-8088, TehiboTeaClub.com. In 1964, a 10-cent dime bought you 10 cents worth of stuff. Today, we sell this silver dime for well over $2. This silver dime will buy you the same amount as it did in 1964, and it will buy you the same amount in 2030, 2040, and well beyond. Call 800-951-0592. The Patriot Trading Group, your gold and silver experts. 800-951-0592. Hey there, guys. How long have you been waiting for good, conservative-quality radio? Well, you finally reached your destination at 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. Oh, a happy day. Oh, happy day. Oh, a happy day. Oh, happy day. When Jesus Well, we're back for the next segment. We're halfway through the program. The Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. I uh, want to give out contact information. I hope I had had not missed up. Uh, it's P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80501. Sometimes it's actually eight zero five zero two. This is where I'm messing up here. My old zip was eight oh five oh one and I have it in my thinking. I can't get that out. It's eight oh five eight zero five zero two PO Box eight seven two Olive Tree Ministry and podcast thirteen sixty KHNC dot com. And I'm trying to make sure my volume level is right. I don't want to peek out. I don't want to be too soft. Now, you know, let's assume that I am incorrect. Let's assume that the United States of America is not Babylon the Great. Let's assume that Antichrist, we are not living in the seat of Antichrist. Let's just assume that. Let's say that he's coming from Europe, some other nation. Let's just assume that. Consequences then? There will be no consequences. Let's assume that there's going to be a rapture. There are no consequences. There will be no hardship. Let's assume that We're not at the end of the world. We're not in the last decade. No consequences. If we're going to be raptured out of here, there's no no hardship for the Christians. But if these are, if we have made lies our refuge, if lies are our refuge, then what will happen is exactly what Christ said in John chapter 15. And he gave a prophetic word. And many Christians have never 
interpreted interpreted it the way that I interpret it. He's talking about the, um, you know, the vine. And I'm going to read these verses to you. I've done them before, but I'm going to do them again. Because this is what's going to happen to the apostate church. So for the people, people that are apostate, you better pay attention. Because this is going to be the prophetic fulfillment and what is going to happen to you. So, and I, I, I just feel that, um, you know, I can lie to you or I can tell you the truth. And I would think it would be better if I tell you the truth. So for the apostate Christians, and this, these verses talk about both, the overcomer and the apostate believer. Right here, Christ gave it to the Apostle John in John chapter 15. I'll begin. Christ said, I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman or the vine dresser. Any branch in me, he is speaking to his family, not the unbelievers, not the unbelieving Jews at the end of the world, unbelieving Israel. He is speaking to the body of Christ. He is speaking to the born-again people in all seven churches, all seven lampstands. Any branch in me that does not bear fruit, that stops bearing, that stops growing, that stops producing the fruits of the Holy Spirit, he cuts away, he trims off, he takes away, and he cleanses out, he purges, and repeatedly prunes every branch that continues to bear fruit. So for those that are bearing fruit, those who are faithful, every faithful believer, he's going to continue to afflict you. He's going to continue to cause a little distress, a little discomfort little hardship so that you bear more fruit. And not only do you bear more fruit, but the fruit that you bear is even richer. It's even more excellent. This is what Christ is saying to his children. That if you're faithful to me, there's going to be some hardships coming. But remember, like Paul said in Romans chapter 8, God causes all things to work together for good to those that love God, to those that are called according to His purpose. Every branch that continues to bear fruit, He afflicts it. He presses it. He pinches it. He causes discomfort, a little bit of distress, not to harm them, not to kill them, not to... to uh, uh, get them to believe that he is not with them. No, we think that negative. We think that when negative things happen to us, that God is against us. No, 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 no. This is the lie of the devil. Unless you're in sin, unless you're totally in sin, you think. I hear these stories of these pastors that smoke dope and they drink and they're no. These are not called men 
they're not, they have no Christian discipline. They don't have any of the fruits of the Holy Spirit. They're just natural. They're, they're in themselves. They're full of themselves. They're full of, of the things of the flesh. No. These type of men, they, they shouldn't be in any type of responsible position. None. So he, he, uh, he causes distress to make them bear more fruit, richer, more excellent fruit. Then in verse 3, he says that you are cleaned or cleansed and you're pruned already because of the word which I have given you. The word can be a little tough, like my word about America being Babylon the Great. And you, if I'm right, we are in the land of the seat of the coming Antichrist, at the seat of the beast. You are cleansed already because of the word which I have given you. And here's what this kind of a word does. This word is going to make you sober. It's going to wake you up. It's going to get you to start thinking. And the decisions you're making, aren't. you're not going to be as careless. You're going to be already, you're going to become a little more fearful, a little more God-fearing, a little more, a little wiser. And you're going to bear more fruit, richer and more excellent fruit. You are cleansed and pruned already because of the word which I've given you and these teachings that I have discussed with you and these teachings have come to us today. People say, well, you, not, you know, it, God, we, we don't have the true word of God today. That's a lie from the, from the devil. No, we do have the word of God. God, in his, in his wisdom, in his power, if he can create a man out of red clay, and if he can speak and the whole universe comes into existence, then, and if he knows everything past, future, and present, then he can protect his holy word to come through all of time in spite of men, the enemy, and get the word of God to us. And he has. Verse 4. Talking to the overcomers. Dwell in me, and I will dwell in you. This is subjective. Dwell in me, I will dwell in you. This is abiding in the vine. This is inner life. Live in me. Tabernacle in me. And I will live in you. You tabernacle in me, I will tabernacle in you. Just as no branch can bear fruit of itself without abiding. The vine, neither can you, uh, uh, abiding in the vine, neither can you bear fruit unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever lives in me, and I in him, bears much fruit, abundant fruit. However, apart from me, when you cut off a union and a relationship with me, then you stop becoming fruitful you stop bearing good fruit. Without me, you can do nothing. 
Now he switches to the apostate Christian, to the apostate, to those who think that they are good Christians, who are doing good things, who are helping the poor, feeding the poor, the social gospel type of Christian that has no relationship with Christ. But because I do good works, that gives me favor with God. No, no, no. Your good works, they're added to you as a reward. But no, just because you're doing good deeds does not mean you have a relationship with Christ. You have to firstly have a relationship with Him. Then your good deeds mean something. So, verse 6. Here's the apostate Christian. If a person does not dwell in me, Many millions and millions and millions of Christians in America in the evangelical churches are apostate. They are not dwelling in Christ. They're going to church. They're paying their tithes. They're talking the good game. Uh, they don't curse. They, When people aren't around, they look perfect. Other religions do the same thing. But they don't dwell in Christ, are the apostates. If a person does not dwell in me, he is thrown out like a broken off branch, and he withers. These branches are gathered up and thrown into the fire, and they are burned. And it says that they're gathered by men in the King James. These branches are gathered by men and thrown into the fire. What this means is, for you apostate Christians, God is going to allow the children of the world to imprison you, and they're going to, when it says throw you in fire, it means you are going to be thrown into great persecution without the Holy Spirit. You're going to cry out to God and He's not going to hear you. Remember those who say, Lord, Lord, didn't we do this? Didn't we do that? Didn't we practice the social gospel? And Christ will say, For the thousand year millennial kingdom, depart from me. You're going to go to your own place where there's going to be weeping and gnashing of teeth. But eventually in eternity you'll be with me, but you don't have any rewards, you're not going to be with me in the millennial kingdom. The apostate church, this is what's going to happen to the apostate church. God is going to allow the people of the world to punish them. Not eternally, just in time. And they're going to be there's going to be fire. There's going to be tribulation. And in that tribulation, they're not going to have the help of the Holy Spirit. I know that maybe you're thinking, well, that can't be. No, no, I promise you, I have a clear interpretation of the Scripture on this matter. I know what it means. I know what it is. I know what God is saying. So I do know that I'm, I, my interpretation is correct. You can, you can challenge me. You have every right. But I'm just telling you 
they're the apostate Christians, there's going to be hardship for you. It will be better if you're apostate to pray and ask God, am I apostate? And another thing with the apostate Christians, you apostate Christians who think you uh, know the prophetic world, and many of you are very apostate, you have your own interpretation of the end of the world and the pouring out of the Holy Spirit that is that we're, uh, we're at that time. You don't know that the great pouring out of the Holy Spirit is going to begin at the, on the first day of the tribulation. That's when the great pouring out is going to begin. There's a time, there's a time sequence to this. Yes, the Holy Spirit, for those that are seeking Him, those that are drawing near to Him, He's going to meet them. He's going to begin to train them. His Spirit will be upon them. And then it's like you're just getting the early rain. And then the Holy Spirit, when the tribulation begins, is going to dump on these prophets of God. Dump. He's going to be without without measure. It's not going to be limited. The Holy Spirit is going to fall upon the overcoming body of Christ when the tribulation begins. <clears throat> you know, uh, in chapter 2, um, I believe it was chapter 2 of Proverbs, I'm trying to find the verses, the Lord said that there was a time when he tried to counsel his people. And they didn't want God's counsel. He cried to them in the street. He sang people. He sent people to sing to them. Uh, he wanted to draw them. But they didn't want the counsel of God. But he kept sending his servants to them to, to play, to sing to them to try to capture them, to bring them back to their God and try to counsel them and warn them of what was coming. But they didn't want to pay attention. They didn't want to hear what God had to say. Then God eventually says, it says in the Proverbs, I'm trying to find the verses. <clears throat> he said, well, then you don't want to, you don't want my counsel. You don't want my correction. You don't want my reproof. I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to steer you away from the cliff. Well, you're mocking me. You're mocking me. Mock me, will you? I'll mock you. In the day of your calamity, you're going to cry out to me. In the day of your distress, you're going to seek me. But I am not going to be found. I am not going to respond to you. I'm not going to hear your pleas for help. You mock me, I will mock you. This is what's going to happen to the apostate Christians. And I'm, my word is to the overcomer, and my word is to the apostate Christians. If you're apostate, you better repent. You better repent, and you better begin to in reality, seek the Holy Spirit. We'll be right back to finish out the program for this hour. 
power surges and lightning bolts can cause damage to your electronic devices. A EMP attack can fry everything, leaving everyone looking like the Flintstones. But don't let that happen. Go to EMPShield.com and enter KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield can keep you secure and running when no one else can. American made electronic protection. Again, put KHNC in the promo box. EMPShield.com Hi, my name is Vince with Serenity Painting and Decorating. Since 2010, painting residential and commercial locations. For a free estimate, please call Vince Rivera at 970-978-9565. Please ask about our free window cleaning after paint service. Again, 970-978-9565. Wagner Electric has the generator to meet your needs. Call now for a free estimate, 970-800-3693. We have everything from standalone generators to portable generators in stock. There is also financing available. We also have an outstanding service department that will offer anything from wiring a pole barn to wiring in new smart switches to create a smart home, as well as electrical inspections. Please call us at 970-800-3693 or visit us at our website at wagnerelectricco.com. We are located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley. Wagner Electric sets the standards. Thirteen sixty KHNC is proud to announce our partnership with My Kind CBD, a local Colorado-based company that uses no pesticides, no herbicides, completely organic, no heavy metals. All their products are CAO certified. That's right, independently lab certified. Our prices are the best in the country. Go out to thirteen sixty KHNC dot com and hit the shopping cart button and make your purchase today. This is Clay with Wagner Electric Company. We're out of Greeley. We're here to promote our Generac and Cummins standby generators and our service to the community with any electrical needs. We're located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley, 970-800-3693. The biggest thing that we want to promote is that we set the standard and we're here to support you and your needs. 970-800-3693. I don't know if you can believe that we're done with the uh, second hour of today's Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church program, but we are. Podcasts are 1360khnc.com. Uh, mailing uh, contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. I found the verses in Proverbs chapter 1. The apostate people, the apostate Christians, the Holy Spirit is giving you and warning the apostates in this country, in the evangelical churches, and in all the churches, 
apostasy is all through the Bible. And God's warning to the apostate believers, whether it would be Israel or the born-again children, are all through the Bible. Here in, in Proverbs chapter 1, verse 26. I'm going to start with verse 20 and finish out the hour this way. Wisdom cries without. She utters her voice in the streets. She cries in the chief place of concourse. Everywhere. Wisdom is everywhere. Anywhere you go, wisdom is crying out. Wisdom is trying to cap your, catch your attention. And wisdom is not a something... Wisdom is personified. It is an individual. It is a person. It is the only wise God. Everywhere, God in His wisdom is crying out to you. He is wisdom. He cries without. He's uttering His voice. She utters her, vo her voice. She cries in the chief place of concourse, in the openings of the gates of the city. She utters her word saying, How long will you simple ones love simplicity? And then in another translation it says, How long, you simple ones, will you love being naive? And how long will you naive ones love being simple? And the scorners delight in their scorning. And fools hate knowledge. So he likens the apostate with fools and scorners. Turn at my correction. Turn when I'm counseling you. If you do, I'll pour out my spirit on you. I will make known my words to you. I have called, but I have called. You have refused. I've stretched out my hand. You didn't, you didn't regard what I was, uh, my hand. You, you looked and you wouldn't take hold. You have set at naught all of my counsel. My counsel was worthless. And you didn't want my reproof. Well, mock me, will you? Also, I will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when you fear your fear comer. I will mock when your fear comes. Mock me, will you? I'll mock you. When your fear comes as desolation and your destruction comes as a whirlwind and distress and anguish come upon you, and guess who that anguish and distress is coming from? The children of the devil, the children of the world. You can't fool with God. You can't mock Him. You can't ignore Him. I don't know why. This is what the Holy Spirit is wanting this audience to hear. I am letting Him. He is the Master of Ceremonies, and this is the direction He has taken me. Don't mock Him. He'll mock you. We'll be back with the third hour in a few minutes. When making those cool motorcycle sounds when riding your bikes... Don't use your baseball or even your Pokemon cards because they may be worth money someday. Instead, use that embarrassing baby picture that your mom took of you in that ridiculous outfit. But when she finds out, you didn't hear that from us. Another friendly reminder from 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. Always wear your helmet. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. 
Rocky Mountain News Network. I'm Jim Williams. The state's going to be about as divided between hot and cold as it can be today. Everything's going to change across a large chunk of Colorado as winter suddenly arrives. And much of the rest will be hot and very windy with all kinds of advisories, watches, and warnings. From 11 this morning till 7 tonight, red flag fire warnings are up for the entire eastern third of Colorado with wind gusts up to 60 miles an hour expected. And the winter weather alerts now run until 6 Monday morning, where a large swath of the front range foothills from Estes Park and Grand Lake through Fair Play should get 2 to 8 inches of snow. In Summit County, Arapahoe Basin hopes to capitalize on the warnings, becoming the first ski area to open for the season at 8.30 today. West of that region, from Steamboat Springs through Aspen and Vale all the way to Telluride, 6 to 12 inches of snow are expected, also with high winds. The Front Range and Denver area, in the midst of the extremes, should get a little rain and snow, too, along with the season's first hard freeze. Midterm Election Day just over two weeks away now, political campaigns in their final stretches hoping to get big voter turnouts. Ballots should have already arrived in nearly all mailboxes statewide, and candidates are still out there working to convince you their ideas and visions are the right ones. They include Democratic incumbent U.S. Senator Michael Bennett. Every election between now and when we expire is the most important elections of our lifetime, and we need it treated that way. He spoke Friday at a roundtable for African-American voters, and Saturday, Republicans, including his challenger Joe O'Day, connected with Arapahoe County voters at a party event condemning Democrats for higher prices. We've got record inflation. I want to give Michael Bennett the proper credit for that. Remember, whatever side you're on, your ballot has to be received by your county clerk by 7 o'clock the evening of November 8th. And yes, you can vote in person that day if you don't want to drop it off or mail it in. A lot of voting locations around the state are reporting shortages of poll workers, with many of those who used to help with elections saying they're concerned about their safety. In sports, the Broncos will be without star quarterback Russell Wilson today against the Jets. Brett Rippon will get the start, only his second of his NFL career. The game kicks off at Empower Field just after 2 o'clock this afternoon. Jim Williams, Rocky Mountain News Network. Make your reservation for the Haunted Halloween Night Tours at the Wyoming Frontier Prison in Rollins, Wyoming. This infamous haunted prison tour is open to guests aged 12 and older on October 28th, 29th, and Halloween night. At a soak in the hot spring, museum tour, and a hike for the perfect Halloween getaway. For more information, visit wyomingcarboncounty.com. <laughs> Hikers hiking on terrifically tended trails. Bikers blasting over big, bodacious boulders. Casual campers camping in captivating Colorado canyons. It's safe to say Coloradans know how to have fun. And they fund this kind of fun when they play the Colorado Lottery. That fantastic fly-fishing, free-jumping kind of fun. A whole $3.9 billion funded for outstanding outdoors kind of fun. And we celebrate this fun every October during Colorado Lottery Conservation Month. Hi, Bob Cambrin here with Waterworks. All water has impurities. Clean, healthy water without chemicals and other impurities is foundational for a healthy body. At Waterworks, we provide long-term solutions to make your water safe and ideal for as little as $25 per month. Call or text today. Bob Cambrin, 303-888-8891. 303-888-8891. Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? 
we can do that too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts, not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont. Or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's warriorsrevolution.com. Friends, American farmers recently warned about coming food shortages. They're not going to be able to grow enough food this year because of off-the-chart fertilizer shortages. That means you need to stockpile emergency food by going to 1360KHNC.com and click on the Patriot Supply button. They also have Alexa Pure gravity-fed water filters, emergency solar power banks, and countless other survival products. So stock up now through 1360KHNC.com. The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. Okay, uh, these young men are Catholic. These young men are uh, Catholic, 100% Catholic. Within all of the seven churches of God, there are the godly, there are the God followers, the God lovers, the overcomers. In all of the seven churches, the lampstands of Almighty God. The lampstands in the world today, the main, I, I will tell you, the focus of the Holy Spirit, and the angels of God are out protecting the children of the world from the evil in the world, and protecting Israel, and the Holy Spirit is ministering to these people, drawing them to himself. But the work of the Holy Spirit, the work, the main work of God, is his spirit upon his seven lampstands. And upon the seven lampstands in the United States of America. Because of the great, great hardships that are going to come to this land, Wherever there is the greatest need, this is where the Holy Spirit uh, focuses. This, this area is where the Holy Spirit will send His Spirit. Uh, if you break a bone, your body, your energy, everything will converge on that area to heal that Trauma. 
the Holy Spirit internationally, yes, is going to be, is going to, he's going to pour himself out on all the areas of trauma that will come to the world during the final seven years and especially in the last three and a half years. The Spirit of the Lord will rise up like a standard. His Spirit will be upon His seven churches because the seven churches, those who have been born again, these individuals that are born again, they are the ones that are still going to be the anchor and the pillar during the hard, greatest hardships. Now, nighttime will be the last three and a half years of the tribulation. That will be nighttime. This is what Christ meant when he said, work while it is yet day because nighttime comes when no man can work. During the last final three and a half years, when the Antichrist is in power, the beast, it will be nighttime. Christians will have to hide. Christians will not be able to work. During the first three and a half years, this is when we will do our great work, when we will be the most productive during the first half of the tribulation. Nighttime is coming. No man can work in nighttime, but we are, given the, we are being warned ahead of time that the hardships are coming. We're in the time of sorrows in the book of Matthew, chapter 24. We're in the time of sorrows and birth pains. The pastors of the land, they need the revelation that we are in the time of birth pains and sorrow. We are in the last 10 years, according to Matthew chapter 24. Matthew 24 is really speaking specifically about the last decade and what happens into that decade and what happens in the three and a half years of tribulation and then the following three and a half years of great tribulation and then what happens after the tribulation is completed. The time of judgment of America, the time of wrath, and the time when the sun, the moon, and the stars don't give their light, the time of Armageddon. Matthew 24 is specific to the last decade. Uh, it will take the power of the Holy Spirit. You'll have to pray, and you'll have to see it. But I've broken it down in the past. I'm going to break it down in the future once again but not today. In the beginning of the time of sorrows, there's going to be the preparation of the war of Ezekiel chapter 38 and 39. The preparation of Russia for the Gog-Magog war, which takes place in the time of sorrows. The Gog Magog war does not doesn't take time doesn't take place in the tribulation. Not in the first or the second half. It occurs in the time of sorrows. This is how specific the Bible is. 
Russia, the Russian war. And before the Russian war, there's going to be the war where Israel, Psalm chapter 83, that war takes place before the Russian war. In the time of sorrows. In the time of sorrows, Damascus is destroyed. In the time of sorrows, Israel occupies, takes over, and defeats present-day Jordan and replaces that administration. In the time of sorrows, Israel wins the, the battles in Psalm 83. You don't have to believe me. This is my interpretation. This is, you know, I, I appreciate the, the counsel of the Holy Spirit and the instruction of the Holy Spirit. I hope you do. You have the greatest teacher. No one, no one, no teacher teaches like the Holy Spirit. No, there's no rabbi that can present God the Father to the world like Jesus Christ as rabbi. There is no one that has presented prophecy so clearly to the children of God in the last 2,000 years and especially at the end of the world like Jesus Christ. The testimony of Jesus Christ is a spirit of prophecy. This is what testifies of Him. Every prophecy that's fulfilled speaks of Christ. Christ tells Ezekiel, the Son of Man, the angel of the Lord, speaks to Ezekiel and tells him that there's going to be a great Russian war at the end of the world. And Ezekiel, in two chapters, writes down the account of Russia and her destruction. And there's nothing mentioned about really Russia going in any of the other scriptures. But in two chapters, it is very detailed. And when Russia comes to into her power, into uh, as a great power internationally is in the last decade. And the individual who is made, who has been used by God, put in by God, Putin put in by God, Vladimir Putin, this is the man we can see now, is the man who God has used to uh, make Russia, or prepare Russia for the coming war. It's like, you know, the Bible says there's going to be an Antichrist. Well, it doesn't say his name, but when he comes, you will know his name in time. All of this speaks of Christ. This gives credibility to Jesus Christ. All these fulfillment of prophecies prove to the world that everything concerning Jesus Christ is accurate. He will return Every knee will bow to Him. Every tongue will confess that He is Lord. He will take over the nations of the world. The kingdoms of this world will become His kingdoms. They'll be under His Lordship. And the world hates it. The world does not want that. 
because there will be the wickedness of the world will be dealt with. The wisdom of God and the and the teacher and like I was going to say that if you're the best student you will overcome. If you are a casual student you're going to fare okay but you're going to have a difficult time. If you are a poor student hardship Hardship without the Holy Spirit is coming to your future. But if you're a good student, I'm telling you, Christ will teach you everything you need to, to know for what's coming. And He, the Holy Spirit, will lead you into all truth. The anointing will lead you. The great, the great discipline is... Having the anointing, having the Holy Spirit, having the the way in which God speaks to you, that you know how He speaks to you. With me, if I if I can tell when He's displeased, I can tell when uh, my conscience. That's one one of the functions of the Holy Spirit is in the conscience. If your conscience is bothering you, that's the Holy Spirit. That's the Holy Spirit. If you find that you have a lack of empathy for other people, <laughs> the Holy Spirit is telling you you have no empathy, you have no love, you're being, you're being exposed. That is the Holy Spirit. He's speaking to you. If you have no empathy for other people, if you are selfish, the Scripture tells you, this is one of the conditions of people in the flesh. You're selfish. The Holy Spirit is speaking to you. If you're self-centered, if you're a know-it-all, well, you're pretty arrogant. The Holy Spirit is speaking to you. He's very practical. He'll teach you. The ones who are the best students are the ones that the Holy Spirit will use the most. And there's, a, there's something in the heart of man that... We all want to participate. The great desire of all the Christians, I, I can see, is they want to participate in something great. You're in a position to participate in the greatest work of God ever in time. As great as the works were in the old, in, in the, in the uh, 2,000 years, 4,000 years, 6,000 years ago, not like the time that we're in. And this is a desire that we will participate, that God will put us in a position where we can participate. We don't have to sit on the bench. There are more than enough games taking place. Moves of God everywhere throughout this country. There's a move of God right here in northern Colorado. You're part of it. If you're in northern Colorado, you're part of it. If you are in another area and you hear about the move in Colorado, don't just come here. Don't don't contaminate what God is going to do here. If you're not asked to come here, don't please don't come here. For those uh, throughout the country, if you're not asked by the Holy Spirit to be part of the move in northern Colorado, don't come here. You're going to contaminate it. And if you do come here and you're not given permission by the Holy Spirit to be here, 
uh, you're going to be put yourself in a dangerous position. You're going to be in danger. You don't want to be out of position with the Holy Spirit. There is a move in northern Colorado, and it relocated to northern Colorado from southern Colorado because the move in southern Colorado was uh, became a move of the flesh, of will, of there was competition, there was ego, and the Lord wasn't going to work there. He was limited to what he could do. So he lifted the spirit off of that move, which was in southern Colorado, and he's relocated it to northern Colorado. It's been hidden. It's little by little, incrementally, the plan behind it is being presented, being brought out. But still to this point, he's got to protect it from two things, religion and witchcraft. Religion. Many of the little assemblies that have started here in this area are not of God. Some are, but not, uh, not all. Those that are not of God, they can become the assemblies that gravitate to God. You know, it's like cancer cells. Cancer cells, they are destructive. But if you, there's, there's techniques that they use, they would take cancer cells and they would treat them and then these cancer cells would become healthy and back, and they would revert back to healthy cells and they would reassert uh, the healthy cells back into uh, somebody's system and those cancer cells, those at one time that were in the cells that were cancer cells that have been treated, that have become healthy, they have a, they have a uh, blueprint and they go back in and they connect with cancer cells that are unhealthy and they reprogram the cancer cell to become healthy. This can happen with the churches that are here that were not ordained by God. They can be, if the individual that is the shepherd of that group, if he will, if that, those, those individuals can get the vision that Christ is presenting to his churches in America, they can, they, with new vision, they can become healthy and they will not fight the move of God. They will work with those that are moving in the direction of, that God is intending this move of God in northern Colorado go. But otherwise, if they don't have a vision, they're going to fight the move of God. With the vision, they will work with the others in the area that have the proper vision. Then you have the occult. The war that's coming, I'm going to tell you, in northern Colorado, there's an occult war coming and if you don't know how to fight these battles, uh, you're, you're going to uh, end up taken out of the game or you're going to be hobbled or you're going to be, uh, there's going to be some uh, hardship and you're, going to, you're not going to be as uh, effective as you should be. Be teachable. Now with the prophecies that I present. There is nothing wrong. The prophecies in the scripture are accurate. <clears throat> They're accurate. They are perfect. They will come to pass. Every one of them. The 
The prophecies are accurate forecasting. I use this term all the time. They prophesy, they predict accurately, they forecast everything perfectly. The problem is interpretation. Through the last 50 years, in, in, in the, uh, as I've grown in the Lord, I've heard all these prophecies, and there have been many that were inaccurate. They, they would turn out to be, my interpretation, you are, I am presenting what I see, and these are, these are my interpretations on the accurate forecasting. Now we'll see, as time goes on, we're going to see if I'm accurate presented. I say that in the first part of the last decade, Israel is going to have her wars, take over present-day Jordan, and take the land of Petra as her possession, and destroy Damascus. After that, Russia is going to be in, going to invade Israel and be destroyed. This is my interpretation. And I say it's going to take place early in the last 10 years, or right into the last decade, in the last 10 years. Then after, right at the end of the time of sorrows in Matthew, at the end of that time, then this idle shepherd is going to be revealed. The one that will eventually become the beast. This individual will be found out. He's going to sign an agreement with Israel. And that agreement will be signed with the United States or this individual and the children of Israel. And when that is signed, then the Christian church internationally will know tribulation has begun. And yes, the churches will know. The churches, according to the scripture, the Christians will be watching. And the Christians on that day that that agreement is signed, that covenant, they will know. And then the great outpouring of the Holy Spirit and the great, um, the great prophesying of God's children will begin. That's in Revelation chapter 8, chapter 11. The two witnesses will begin to prophesy. And the two witnesses, meaning the overcoming children of God, Jewish and Gentile, not two individual people, two corporate people, will begin to prophesy and will address the evil in this country and the evil that is brought upon the people of this country and the world through those in power in this country. And they're not going to like it. It's going to be the miracles that are going to be that will take place will be just like what happened with Moses when he had to go before Pharaoh and call the plagues upon Egypt. We're going to do that. The plagues are going to come upon the world, upon this country. I'm telling you ahead of time so you can think about this. It's going to cook in you. You're going to think about it. Now, I'm going to go back to the move of God in northern Colorado. There are moves of the Holy Spirit everywhere throughout the country. It, the move here in northern Colorado 
will be kind of a, a unique move. And many people are going to pay attention to it. Many people are going to want to relocate. They want to be part of it. This is where the danger comes in. To we who have been called to the move in northern Colorado, who uh, and the purpose of my uh, presently, my purpose is this. It is to the family of God in general. It's to all of the believers, apostate, to Catholics, to everyone in the family of God. But I am just like the Apostle Paul in his books in the New Testament and Paul Peter's and James. It is directed at those who have an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. It is directed at those who are going to overcome, who have made a decision that you want to know God's will, you want to grow, you want to please God. It is directed at you, those who want to overcome. David, at one point, and the king's of Israel, they had to go and they had to go out and find the individuals that were going to help Israel become a nation. They had to find those people in the battles that were that were going to be effective. Gideon had to all of these characters in the Old Testament. David, he had to go out and find men that knew how to to fight the battles the way he did. He didn't want casualties. He needed victories, but he wanted to limit the casualties. This is what the Holy Spirit, where he is directing, uh, this is the direction he is going. Those in northern Colorado, the children of the devil are maturing. You have to begin to accept the fact that you need to be trained to fight these coming battles. We'll be back in a second. Tune in Saturday mornings from 7 to 8 a.m. right here on the Roar of the Rockies, 1360 a.m. for the Gardening with Joey and Holly radio show. Get your garden started and growing successfully all summer long every Saturday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. At Off-Road Automotive, they offer a wide range of used automobiles for all your off-road and on-road needs. From classic Jeep CJ7s to high-end sporty Corvettes and everyday commuters, they have a vehicle for you. Bad credit? No credit? No problem. Their professional finance team has you covered. 1392 Denver Avenue in Fort Lupton, right off Highway 85, or give them a call at 303-502-3230. By now, you know how good CBD can be for you. But here's some things CBD can't help you with. Those annoying calls about your car's warranty expiring. Gay frogs or racist cows. Climate coaches or that undying devotion to Alex Jones. This has been a friendly reminder from your friends at 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and I would like to encourage everyone to make sure they are prepared financially as the Federal Reserve continues to destroy the value of the dollar. 
since the closing of the gold window in 1971. The Federal Reserve has led the way in the explosion of debt and the devaluing of your money. They openly say that they need 2% inflation, which simply means they hope to devalue your money, and they want to do this every single year, year after year. I know it's hard to understand, but the Federal Reserve believes in prosperity through debt and growth via the devaluation of your future. To learn more about how to protect yourself, visit us at allamericangold.com or call us at 800 951 0592 and protect yourself against the devaluing of your money. Power surges and lightning bolts can cause damage to your electronic devices. A EMP attack can fry everything, leaving everyone looking like the Flintstones. But don't let that happen. Go to EMPShield.com and enter KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield can keep you secure and running when no one else can. American-made electronic protection. Again, put KHNC in the promo box. EMPShield.com J.D. the Colorado Deplorable here to tell you about Swamp Fight. Right here on AM 1360 KHNC Radio, Saturdays from noon to 1. Join me as we do battle in the D.C. Swamp. Well, we're at the third last final segment of today's program. Well, not the last, but we're in the last 30 minutes. Podcasts are on 1360KHNC.com. For the programs on <clears throat> through the week for the Olive Tree and La- uh, for the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry programs nine to noon every Sunday, the podcasts are 1360KHNC.com. Also during the week of uh, two to three for the Present Truth. Uh, the podcasts are also on 1360khnc.com. I turn I the present truth during the week. Uh, in Peter, he talked about a that we have a present. They had a present truth at that time. Messiah had come. They had all the riches of Christ available to them. It was a present truth for that time. We have a present truth for our time. Are we in the last decade? I say we are. Are we in living, we evangelical Christians and those Christians in America, are we living in Babylon the Great? Is America Babylon the Great? Are we living in the coming seat of the uh, uh, abomination of desolation? I say we are. Uh, Is the churches, are the churches in America for the most part apostate? I say yes. The scripture proves it. And the condition and the dysfunctionality of many of the churches in this country uh, within is just is evident. The uh, are, are we in the end of the world? We are, as the Lord said, as in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. People will, the world will not be aware of destruction that is coming. They'll not be uh, aware of and care about, you know, they, they have no way to stop the sin that is coming into the nation where the children are now property of the government, where the children now, uh, the parents have no say 
whether in education or whether medically. We're in a time of evil. Um, Job, Job 9, I'm trying to remember the verse, said that the world would be turned over into the hand of the wicked. This means that the, in the last years of this is in the last years prior to Christ's return, the wicked, the world, the whole world, the societies would be turned over into the hands of the wicked. If if you, I can see it. I'm aware of it. Totally, to me, it's evident. And uh, because of that, are we ready to see Israel's war in which he's going to destroy the enemies around her, uh, surrounding the nation of Israel? I say yes. Are we going to see the Russian war take place? Yes. Is it going to take place before the tribulation, before the tribulation begins? I believe so. And then the tribulation is going to begin. So, the men in the society that are in leadership positions over the household of God, without that vision, there's not going to be the same objective. The destination of the body of Christ is going to be different. It's going to be, there are going to be many different directions. No. The Holy Spirit says that there will be one direction eventually with His churches. And that direction will come through the clear understanding of the prophetic word and through the prophecies in the Bible. The prophecies, that is what they do. They get the men who are in these positions to see the same thing, to communicate one thing to the children of God. That they need to return to Christ. They need to return to their Messiah. The objective is that all these individuals, all the men, the pastors, ministers throughout the land, when they see that we are in prophetic fulfillment, the true pastors will direct God's children back to Him. In a, in a very powerful way. And the Holy Spirit, even in the assemblies, many of the believers won't even need their pastors to give them any direction. They will know the direction to go because of their, of their walk with the Lord and their relationship with Christ. They will know instinctively what to do and they won't need to be told. This is the, the uh, beauty, and this is one of the magnificent strengths of the body of Christ. In Russia, it was proven, in China, during Mao, in Russia during the uh, early 1920s when there was heavy communism, the Christians that were in prison, these Christians 
thrived. They had a relationship with God that was so real. They uh, they were strong in their faith. In China, back in the time of Watchman Nee, all the stories that came out of China, the pastors that were, I mean back then in that time of hardship, you didn't have these these uh, 1% or 2%, you know, what do they call it, milk? They, they, these were Christians were given. These Christians were, were, were called by God. And that is where I, I should really focus that if you're not called by God to positions of authority, then you're, gonna, you're going to uh, suffer. You're going to have some hardships. And Christ will bring those hardships on you. Those who are called to God, when the hardship comes, you won't faint. You'll stay the course. You'll be a testimony to your family and to those around you. And in northern Colorado, the three counties, Weld, Larimer, and Boulder, this is where the move has relocated in these three counties. Weld County, I liken Weld County to because of the Hooter River, they all join just either in Greeley or west or east of Greeley. You have the Poudre River, you have the uh, North South Platte, you have all the drainages from the St. Vrain, Thompson, uh, all through the area, uh, even down south, Cold Creek, all of these drainages. And they all come through Greeley. Greeley's like a well-watered garden. And Greeley is kind of, of the three counties, is a very spiritual county, more so than Larimer, to a degree, more so than Boulder County. But Weld County is a well-watered garden. Larimer County, mm, not as well-watered. And the witchcraft in Weld, in, I'm sorry, in Weld County, a lot of witchcraft. Larimer County, more witchcraft. Boulder County, the most powerful witchcraft. And uh, the Holy Spirit knows this. And down in southern Colorado, the witchcraft that was down there, very powerful. The people that came in to that early move of God at the time that James Dobson moved and relocated to Colorado Springs out of California. Many people watched Dobson move and they knew this was a move of God and they joined in to relocate to Colorado Springs. And uh, those that weren't ordained by God, that weren't called by God, that wanted to prosper and uh, make a name of themselves, whatever the reason, they didn't make it. They came they uh, weren't successful. Uh, many of these men, their families, they, divor they would divorce. Uh, just a lot of evil. Because they weren't called to that initial move. And like in Weld County or in the move in northern Colorado, those that are not called here don't come here. It'll be dangerous for you. You'll interfere with what God is doing. Uh, and 
you won't be safe. Uh, you may not believe that, but it's true. Um, what happened in southern Colorado? People from all over the country descended upon Colorado Springs, and they didn't make it because they didn't have the protection of God. They didn't have the, the anointing of the Holy Spirit, and they failed. Not all gold, you know, with the gold in the gold fields. Thousands would go up into these gold fields. Not everyone would make it. Not everyone would stake a claim that would uh, that was a good claim. They they spent everything they had, and they ended up alcoholics, or they went away defeated. What God is planning for this area. Uh, as time goes on, uh, we'll discuss it more. But right now, God is still working and looking, I don't know how to phrase it, there are those in this area in Weld County that will stay in Weld County that will work and, and do their, their battles will be in Weld County, the prophetic people in Larimer County the same Boulder County the same uh, eventually what, what the Lord will do I believe is, well what I, I do believe the Lord is doing presently is mainly working teaching his spirit so that his people can hear him. And that is the main work presently of the Holy Spirit. That's what happened 2,000 years ago. God is preparing his children for the hardships to come. Uh, this coming election, uh, we'll see what happens after this, but I, I believe that we are just a couple of years away from the tribulation beginning. I have other reasons to say that, to believe that. Um, I have given prophecies about Donald Trump. Donald Trump is just about his time in the political scene in this country is, is coming to an end. I do believe that he is the Seventh King in Revelation chapter 17, verse 10. There's a riddle of seven kings. An eighth is of the seven. Donald Trump, I believe, is the seventh king. Uh, many, many believers, they uh, even think Donald Trump is the Antichrist. I, he is not. He's a believer. He's a born-again believer. I don't know when he met the Lord, how he met the Lord, but he, he did meet the Lord according to Scripture. The second great prophecy about him is the stranger in 1 Kings chapter 8, Solomon's stranger on the day of the dedication. Solomon gave a prophecy to the children of Israel, which is still being fulfilled to this very day. And one of the prophecies in verse 41 and 42 is about a stranger that would come to Israel and pray toward the temple. Donald Trump fulfilled that prophecy in uh, 2017 in May. 
that prophecy when he went to Israel. He's the first president that did as a president in the pre- in his presidency went to Israel and went to the uh, Western Wall and he prayed toward the temple. And Solomon's account was the stranger would pray toward the temple. Solomon was at the Temple Mount praying at the Temple Mount, dedicating on the Temple Mount. But Solomon said, and a stranger will come from a distant land, from a far country, and he will pray toward the temple. Meaning, he had to be at a distance. And presently, the Jewish rabbis, they have to pray at a distance toward the temple. And Donald Trump fulfilled that prophecy. So two prophecies, one in the Old Testament, one in the New Testament. And in Revelation chapter 17, the riddle, it says that this king, the seventh king, would remain a short space. Well, Donald Trump didn't get his full space. He won the election. His The election 2020. Uh, 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 yeah, he won that election. And he didn't resume power. He would be there for a short space. He didn't get his full two terms. The one is going to legitimately replace him, the eighth king is of the seven. And the eighth person coming that's of the seven is not Joe Biden. Joe Biden was what not in the initial, I'm sorry, in the initial seven. Joe Biden, uh, I believe, uh, I have to use the term, he's an imposter. He's not really the president. He's not really the one running things. I believe that already the eighth king which is of the seven, is already still ruling behind the scenes. And I have talked about this on the present truth to the Christian community. Uh, The eighth king has to be of the seven. There are eight administrations, but there are only seven presidents to run eight administrations. So one of the presidents will have two, eight, roughly eight-year terms. Well, the only person that can legally be one of the previous, or not legally, but the only one of the previous six, not excluding Donald Trump, it can't be Ronald Reagan is dead, Jimmy Carter is too old, George Bush Sr. is dead, uh, Junior is still alive, but he's not going to be able to take that position. And Bill Clinton is too old. The only candidate of the initial six presidents prior to Donald Trump would be, again, my interpretation is that the person that will resume power in this country for the eighth administration is going to be Barack Obama or Barry Satoro, which is, would be his Christian name. You don't, you, I'm just presenting this to this audience, and it's something you need to discuss, you need to consider, and the thing is more than anything, you should go to the scripture. You should go to the Bible, get different translations. I use as many translations as I can. I study out of the King James. I use a Strong's, a Blue Letter Bible. I, uh, but I study out of the King James. 
and then I use others for interpretations because of the, you know, the uh, the King's English is, is a little difficult to understand sometimes. It doesn't, you need to have more of a uh, different perspective from other languages. We'll be back to finish out in just a few minutes. Hi, Chad here with Liberty Communications. Do you have an outdated phone system? Is your service with a large carrier that doesn't care about you? Are you sick and tired of waiting on hold only to be routed to a call center out of the country? Then you need our help. We answer our phones live and know our clients by name. Let us provide your company a no-charge phone and internet evaluation. Call 720-399-0233 or learn more at libertybts.com. You can buy gold just about anywhere in the world from all kinds of different dealers. So why do you use the Patriot Trading Group? 20 years of service, just like that. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, just like that. Lowest prices, just like that. No solicitation, just like that. Buying or selling, just like that. For all your gold and silver needs, call the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592, just like that. Are you prepared for a power outage? Never be left in the dark again. Wagner Electric has proudly partnered with Generac to provide long-lasting generators for your home. We have standalone and portable generators in stock now. So give us a call for a free estimate at 970-800-3693. If you are constructing or upgrading your home, trust our expert electricians to take care of your home the first time. We offer services for anything from wiring an unfinished basement to wiring a newly built pole barn. Your electrical system is the heartbeat of your home. So don't risk it and give us a call today to get started at 970-800-3693 or visit us at wagnerelectricco.com. We are located off Highway 85 in Greeley at 1517 2nd Avenue. Wagner Electric sets the standard. Come sail the Mardi Gras and have the time of your life with Cruise Planners, the easiest and best way to plan your cruise. The Mardi Gras Cruise, February 13th through 25th, is a great way to escape the noisiness of life and enjoy the ocean with amazing attractions and fun for everyone on and off the boat. Contact them at 970-578-9779 or milehighcruiseplanners.com. Again, 970-578-9779 or milehighcruiseplanners.com. Reserve your space today. Hi, this is Dana from Saddle Up Western Saddle and Tack Shop in Gilcrest, Colorado, right off Highway 85 and County Road 31. We are your one-stop equine shop. We offer saddle fittings on-site and off-site. Our motto, fit the horse, fit the rider, fit the budget. You can call us at 303-772-7821. Visit us on the web at saddleupcolorado.net. I don't know where uh, three hours goes, but boy, it went quickly. We just begin and we end that fast. I know that uh, you're thinking, well, this is crazy. It's okay. I don't mind you thinking it's crazy. Uh, It doesn't bother me at all. 
Uh, but I'm presenting to you my read on the scripture, my read by observing what's happening in the country. We're in the time now where uh, lawlessness is part of the land. Uh, lawlessness is everywhere. This is one of the conditions that will happen at the end of the world. Uh, earlier, uh, here in the last segment, I wanted to present some things, and I really kind of had a check. I had to think, well, and I I just felt not to say certain things. So that's where I kind of lost. I didn't lose my train of thought. I just had to make sure that I was going to be given permission to say certain things, and uh, I felt to just no, not be, not say too much just yet. In this region, in these three counties, there are very gifted, very there are are individuals in the body of Christ that have been trained by the Holy Spirit, by His Spirit, in the prophetic world, in the as, as prophets as people who have great insight, who are sensitive to the Holy Spirit, who have the anointing. This is the focus of what the Holy Spirit is doing upon these individuals that are listening even today. And the Lord is telling you that you need to start looking at things that I'm presenting. Because if these things are true, then we can walk together. We'll have an objective. We'll have a destination, and we will be able to be in unison. It's like a three-legged race. I could never work with other people in a three-legged race because we were always off. But there was just one year where we had these competitions, and I just found the right partner, and nobody could beat us. We would win. This is what's going to happen with the prophetic people here in northern Colorado doesn't matter your age. Age has no, doesn't play a part. It's how the Holy Spirit has trained you, whether you're young, whether you're elderly, <clears throat> male or female, educated, non-educated, doesn't matter. There is an objective of the Holy Spirit here in northern Colorado. We have two enemies, religion and the occult. And just the, like Rome at the time of Christ, there were the Pharisees, Sadducees, the people of people, the government. One of the enemies of the body of Christ has always been the government, and uh, in every every nation. We're done for today. God bless you. God bless this audience. May God pour His Holy Spirit upon you. May He bless you, bless you with the power of His Holy Spirit and the knowledge of His Holy Spirit, the knowledge of His will, that you will be victorious in all things. God bless you. I will see you next Sunday, 9 to noon. Rick Rodriguez. When dealing with a worldwide pandemic, remember to avoid, distance, and alienate yourself from friends, family, and neighbors. That way, when the crisis is over, no one will ask you to help them move, to borrow money, or bother you for a cup of sugar ever again. After all, who needs community anyway? This has been a public service announcement. Have a lonely, I mean lovely day. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins.